Are you a motherless daughter? What if we told you we have 20 years worth of truth treasures, pearls of wisdom, and diamonds of hope to help you with your mother loss? We do, and we share all things mother loss on Nurturing Words, Voices of Experience, a podcast by the Motherless Daughters Ministry. Give yourself some self-care and listen as we discuss grief, regret, anger, redemption, closure, and so much more. Hello, I'm Gladys Bell, your host for today. In this episode, Surviving Mother's Day, we'll be listening to a special entry from our Motherless Daughters Ministry blog library. One of our writers, Mershon Neisner, shares her wisdom on getting through the holiday. As Motherless Daughters, we know this day can be a challenging one. Mershon draws from her experiences to share tips she's learned about approaching the day in a healthy way. I always appreciate learning from others who are familiar with the struggle of Mother's Day. That's what Motherless Daughters Ministry is about, coming alongside other women and helping them to feel less alone. We also know there can be extra layers of circumstances that can make Mother's Day challenging. We pray that something in this episode speaks to you and helps you find some comfort this Mother's Day as you mourn. Join me now as we listen to a reading of Mershon's Lessons Learned in her blog, Happy Mother's Day. We'll follow that up with some reflections from our podcast team member, Sarah Lynn Wells. Dear Motherless Daughter, You're probably not looking forward to Mother's Day this year, or any year. I've been motherless since I was eight, and I still don't look forward to Mother's Day. Even when my children were young and celebrated me with handmade cards and burnt toast, I still felt sad that I wasn't able to personally celebrate with my mom. When I was a kid, my dad and I planted window boxes for my mother on Mother's Day. The colorful boxes sat under the two windows at the front of our modest post-war bungalow in Nebraska. Flowers have always reminded me of my mother. From the pink carnations on her casket to the bachelor buttons and multicolored zinnias she planted in our backyard. I've had 67 Mother's Days to learn how to survive the day in the healthiest way possible. Here are a few tips I've learned along the way. Plan ahead for how you'll spend the day. Pre-COVID, my husband and I took a lunch cruise on Mother's Day. I live on Marco Island, Florida. Balmy weather, beautiful scenery, the movement of the boat, and someone besides me preparing lunch all made for a lovely day and took my mind off the sadness. Do something to honor your mother. In my gardening days, I frequently planted a rose bush or other long-lasting flowering plant. Today, I buy us a big bouquet of pink carnations or other cut flowers. Acknowledge your sad feelings. If you're new to loss, use Mother's Day as a time to tell your mother's story to a trusted friend or share your sad feelings with someone you love. If this isn't possible, journal about your feelings. Be honest when someone asks, how are you? Stay away from triggers. It's hard to avoid the hype for Mother's Day. Ads for gifts, card displays, social media posts of happy mothers and daughters. Don't fixate on them. Move along. 
You can be glad for those who are celebrating without immersing yourself in situations that tap into sadness or anger. Celebrate the mothers in your family. My children send me Mother's Day cards, and I, in turn, send cards to my daughters, stepdaughters, and daughter-in-law. Even if it's a difficult day for me, I'm thankful they did not grow up motherless. My mother also grew up without a mother. Hers died when she was three. So I'm particularly grateful to have broken that cycle with my children. Stop anticipating disaster. Sometimes the anticipation of Mother's Day is worse than the actual day. That's how COVID Christmas was for me last year. Anticipating the holiday away from family was terrible. The actual day, not so bad. The lesson? Tell yourself it's just another day, one day out of 365. Don't succumb to the ain't it awful syndrome. If you're a mother, happy Mother's Day. If you're not, happy Sunday. You're in my heart. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll continue our chat about motherless daughters. Meeting where you want to meet. At Motherless Daughters Ministry, we make it easy to connect with other women who understand your loss experience. Whether you have experienced loss by death or emotional absence, you can hear nurturing words of experience in our podcast. Stay connected and supported with our weekly email and Monday support groups. Looking for individual coaching with a supportive Christian guide? A free 15-minute coaching consultation may be where to start. We help motherless daughters explore how mother loss has shaped their lives. Education equals empowerment. Empowerment contributes to emotional health. Visit our website at motherlessdaughtersministry.com to learn more. As Mershon said, Mother's Day can be a day full of mixed emotions. My first Mother's Day without my mom was also my first as a mother myself. I was flooded with so many emotions, holding space for both the joys and pain of the day. I've had five more Mother's Days since that heartbreaking first one without my mom. Some years have been harder than others. I'm still figuring out how to approach the day. That's why I appreciated Mershon sharing her experiences. I loved her idea of continuing her mother's memory through gardening and flowers. My mother's birthday was in May, so that month I always try to think of something that would help keep her memory alive. We've cooked her favorite recipes, donated her favorite children's books, or listened to her favorite music. I've realized it does not have to be some big project. Even the smallest gesture or sharing a memory helps me. A few years ago, based on a therapist's suggestion, I began setting aside the day before Mother's Day to remember my mom. I allow myself to feel the sadness, as Mershon mentioned. Mother's Day is usually busy with commitments at church and time with my children. I find I can get through the day a bit more easily if I've been able to acknowledge my feelings and given myself some time to grieve and remember my mother the day before. I also love Mershon's idea of sending cards to other women in her life who might be having a hard time that day, or to someone she just wants to encourage. My mother was so faithful to send cards and messages to people as encouragement. It's something I'd like to work on more. Each year, I've tried to say a prayer for other women in my life that I know are struggling on Mother's Day, particularly those who have lost their mom or have an estranged relationship. Perhaps I'll take Mershon's advice this year and take it a step further by sending a card. 
We hope whatever your circumstances that you are able to find some peace and comfort this year on Mother's Day. We want you to know you are not alone in the pain of Mother's Day as a motherless daughter. We hope you find comfort in God and figure out what brings you peace on the challenging days full of memories. Motherless Daughters Ministry wants to help you feel less alone as our community of motherless daughters shares our stories and lessons learned. For more information about our classes and support groups, please go to the website www.motherlessdaughtersministry.com and check out our offerings under the services tab. If you are in need of more nurturing words, we encourage you to listen to our other episodes. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you can join us next time. We don't want to miss you. We have many motherless daughter resources on our website at www.motherlessdaughtersministry.com. You can also find us on our YouTube channel and Facebook at Motherless Daughters Ministry, where you will find support from over 10,000 women. We hope you'll come visit us and we look forward to joining us next time.